Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lax Awareness. I am back from a two-week hiatus. My apologies. Um, I had a lot going on in my life, both personally and professionally, but I am back in business. We are back for the Summer of Lax Awareness 2019. If anyone's seen the episode of Seinfeld, the Summer of George, it is exactly like the Summer of George. Summer of Lax Awareness. So here we go. I have a lot of things to discuss today. Some news stories, some Bravo content. So we're going to dive right into it. We do have a lot of guests lined up for the summer. So get ready. I'm not going to reveal any names quite yet because we're still in final talks. But we have some friends of mine, some family of mine, um, potentially some local influencers. So it'll be really cool. So get excited. Summer lacks awareness. Um, Okay, we're going to start. We're going to get right into it. I first want to talk about something that's really been bothering me. And it has to do with a little thing I like to call social media. Now, here's the deal. When I was a young teen, (laughs) social media did not exist. And it was a simpler time. You didn't have to constantly post about your life You didn't have to constantly uh, be addicted to your phone. You didn't have to constantly check Instagram every 10 minutes to see what your friends are doing, what celebrities are doing. Um, And it didn't really make society feel bad about themselves. This day and age, it's all about social media. And while in some senses it's great, in most senses I would say it is extremely fucking exhausting That's A. And B, I think that it is really obnoxious and annoying when, for example, there are specific news stories that happen. People feel like they need to Instagram and tweet about them like it's affected them personally when they had absolutely zero ties to the story. For example, I will give you an example. I think it was last week or a little over a week and a half ago. There was a a helicopter crash in New York City. Okay. So I think most of you have probably read the story. A helicopter, it was pouring rain. I think this was last Monday or Tuesday. It was pouring rain in New York. And a helicopter crash landed on top of a building in Midtown. Crash landed. So it probably lost control. And it crashed on top of a big building in the 50s on the west side. Okay. People in the building said the building shook. It was a little bit scary. I, I get it. Totally get it. However, when this news story came out, I Googled it. I looked at the Twitter feed, hashtag helicopter crash or whatever. The people that posted about this story, uh, thinking it had some sort of connection to them, whether they worked in the entire New York City and they were tweeting, oh my God, there was a helicopter crash in New York right by where I worked. Oh my God, there was a plane crash. Oh my God, there's so much smoke. It was mind fucking boggling to me uh, because if you look further through these people's Twitter feeds, they had absolutely nothing to do with this 
situation. And I think a lot of people like to project on social media um, a little too much and be a little too overly dramatic about their lives when they really have no connection or any idea what the hell they're talking about. And reading through these Twitter feeds made me really mad because a lot of these people were saying there was a plane crash. A lot of these people were making it seem like it was a much bigger deal than it was. And don't get me wrong, it was a big deal and somebody died and it's absolutely awful and traumatizing. And if you work in that building, like, yeah, that's a little scary. I know a few episodes ago when I talked about how there was manhole explosions in front of our office building, that was really scary. Um, because this world is a fucking scary place and you never know what's going to happen. So I get that. But if you go through people's Twitter and Instagram who had nothing to do with this, it's so fucking frustrating and mind boggling what some people will say in order to get attention, in order to make their life look a lot better than it really is. And it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. It's exhausting to keep up with it. It's exhausting, exhausting, exhausting to uh, really make your life into something, make it look like it's all perfect because you know, these social media feeds, it's a fucking highlight reel. It doesn't show somebody's full life. It doesn't actually show, um, what people are really doing. It's a, I like to call it a dramatic highlight reel. And I know social media is uh, very important in this day and age, especially if you own a business or you are, uh, starting or have a podcast. Um, but it's tough. It's exhausting. It's annoying. It's frustrating. Who knows how long it's going to be around. I mean, Facebook is practically dead. I haven't been on Facebook in like two fucking years. Instagram, they said there uh, is plans to eventually take away the likes, uh, liking someone's photos. So what the hell is the point of Instagram if you take that away? (laughs) Um, It's a lot. And I think in, I would say, max 20 years, it's all going to be gone. Twitter might still be around. Uh, but I think the other two are going to be gone. That is my uh, prediction. You've heard it here first on Lax Awareness. We also have to talk about the big breakup news of the summer of 2019. Uh, The other love of my life, Mr. Bradley Cooper, is single once again. He and his baby mama, Irina Shake Shack, Shake Shack, Shake Shack, are done. They had a beautiful blonde baby together and they're broken up, which is sad. And everyone's saying, oh my God, Lady Gaga single, Bradley Cooper single. They're now going to get together. People, that is not going to fucking happen. It is called chemistry. I didn't see A Star is Born. I actually am a little... I don't know what I am. I don't know why I'm not planning on watching it. I, to be honest, I think I'm a little scared because it's supposed to be really, really sad. And, you know, I've gone through a lot this past year and a half or so, and I don't really want to watch it, but I probably should because everyone's saying it's amazing. Um, but people saying that they had really good honor chemistry, obviously the whole Oscars thing when they were practically making out on stage when they sang. So everyone's saying now that they're both single. Oh my God, they should get together. They should get together. They're not going to fucking get together. It's never going to happen. It's just not possible. Um, 
it's just it's not gonna happen like i said it's called on-air chemistry they're just really good fucking actors both of them they're both very talented um i'd be shocked if they got together to be honest with you uh but i don't think it's gonna happen another thing i want to discuss uh we're just charging through all the stories in this episode is something that actually came out today on tmz uh oj simpson the infamous oj simpson uh, who apparently, I had no idea, just got Twitter about two days ago. And he already has about 600,000 followers, which is fucking insane. Uh, but OJ Simpson tweeted that Khloe Kardashian is not his child and he's never hooked up with Kris Jenner. So we all know the speculation that uh, everyone thought that he was Chloe's dad because she doesn't look at all like Courtney or Kim, which is 100% true. Uh, but he is saying he never had any sexual relation with Chris and all the stories are bogus and not true. And he is not Chloe's father. I don't think he is Chloe's father, but... I want you all to pick up your phone and Google Chris Jenner's, I think it's her hairstylist, um, or Google Chloe's potential father, Chris Jenner's hairstylist. And then I want you all to clutch your invisible pearls because that guy is the one that I believe is Chloe Kardashian's father. He is a splitting image of that girl it is unreal and I don't know why this isn't getting more news coverage than fucking OJ Simpson that guy looks exactly like her without a shadow of a doubt that is her dad she for, she cannot be Robert Kardashian's daughter it, she really looks nothing like him it is it is crazy that people and she think this and she's still saying this uh she's definitely that hairstylist's daughter and I want you to all report back to me once you pick up your phone and see this because your brain will explode and uh, your whole life will change in the instance that you see this. Okay, now let's get into the Bravo content. Uh, it's been a very exciting few weeks on Bravo. Very with a capital fucking V and 76 exclamation points. Uh, we got to we gotta first talk about Below Deck. Now, I know a while back I said that Southern Charm is the most underrated show on Bravo, and I stand by that. But there is another most underrated show on Bravo that I would say ties uh, with Southern Charm, and that is Below Deck deck ladies and gentlemen if you haven't watched below deck or have never watched it please go back into your hulus into your dvrs into your on demands and watch this show this show is amazing and it's so amazing that the emmys it hasn't won an emmy but the emmy ballots i think came out today or yesterday or late last week it, they've come out the past few days and this is the time where uh, I guess their Emmy committee uh, picks about 200 plus shows to put on the actual Emmy ballot for the other Emmy committee to choose from I think that's how it works um, one of those shows being Below Deck 
And the other one being Real Housewives of New York, which we're going to get into in a second. But Below Deck, it is the other most underrated show on Bravo. It is amazing. If you're living under a rock, you don't know what it's about. It is about uh, the yachty community and what it's like to work on a luxury yacht uh, serving the most annoying, rich human beings on the planet. Uh, it is great. There is a below deck and a below deck Mediterranean. So it is already spinned off. Uh, both of them are amazing. Uh, we are currently in season four of below deck med. Uh, tonight's actually, I'm actually recording this on Monday. So tonight's actually episode three of the season. So we're fresh into a new season and it's already amazing. There is a chef on board. The chef is our always a interesting character to watch we've had really good chefs in the past chef ben who was a delight to watch a beautiful british man who made us laugh and cry and made delicious meals we then had chef adam uh same thing a beautiful man who made great food had a little bit of a rocky start in his first season uh, but really came back last season and was phenomenal uh, a phenomenal character this year we have chef mila who is from russia uh, who already has uh, the most annoying voice in the world. And I'm not uh, dissing Russians, not at all, but the way she speaks is uh, cringeworthy. And so far she, now keep in mind, this is a luxury yacht. The chef uh, needs to make probably the best food in the world. Uh, they need to, you know, wow these people, something never never eaten before. The plating needs to look amazing. I mean, it's supposed to be great. Uh, coming from like a five-star fucking restaurant. So far, Chef Mila has made microwave nachos, has uh, accidentally licked the steaks and put them in the microwave to warm up, has made a cake that tastes like baking soda, and has, uh, I think those were the three things so far, but that is uh, psychotic and awful and absolutely fucking disgusting oh she also made tacos uh from old el paso uh taco kit uh this is something that steve and i do uh once in a while that we get from our local supermarket it is gross it is so gross uh apparently tonight she makes tuna out of a can i don't understand what's happening uh, everyone is in shock. Nobody knows who this woman is. There's rumors that she is a uh, planted actor on the show uh, to cause up drama, uh, which I wouldn't be surprised. This woman is psychotic. She also uh, said something really awful, very homophobic last week. I have no idea why Bravo lets this woman on the show or why she's even there. But every time I see her, I get cringe sweats and I want to throw my bowl of popcorn at the screen. She's terrible. This might be one of the worst characters on Bravo ever. Uh, but the way this crew is interacting and dealing with this is Emmy Award winning TV. So I recommend all of you guys to watch it. I know I said a few episodes back I'm going to recap some Southern Charm episodes over the summer. I'm also planning on recapping some Below Deck episodes over the summer because, like I said, these two are the most underrated shows on Bravo and they need to get love. And so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but we should also talk about The Real Houses in New York, also Emmy Award winning, uh, Emmy Award winning, Emmy worthy of winning an Emmy Award. <laughs> 
that makes sense. Last week's episode, I dare I say, might be one of the best Real Housewives of New York episode of all time. They were in Miami. This is uh, episode three of their uh, long Miami trip. Um, Bottom line is Luann is the most narcissistic person I've ever seen in my entire life. They are all basically turning against her because she has no sense of awareness. She lacks awareness. (laughs) See what I did there? She is insufferable. Um, she has no idea what the fuck she's saying, what the fuck she's doing, who the fuck she's hurting. She is crazy. I, uh, am really upset with myself for giving this woman money to see not one, but two of her cabaret shows. She's obsessed with cabaret. As Bethany said last week, life is not a cabaret. Uh, but basically the whole episode was Sonia forcing, uh, I mean, sorry, Luann forcing Sonia to go to AA with her. Sonia had a mental breakdown after she went to AA. They all went, uh, they all went back to the house after being at a pool because Sonia was having a nervous breakdown. Luann didn't go with them because she's a narcissist and she stayed behind having no self-awareness that Sonia was having a nervous breakdown. Uh, on the way back from the pool, Luann went to go see her, uh, cabaret poster in Miami and, uh, almost, uh, freaked out because her poster she was obsessed with her poster meanwhile all the women are back home making fun of her then she gets mad because she missed her massage and hair appointment because she's a narcissist and she was away by herself the whole day they then get to this dinner and she complains that she missed her massage and hair appointment she's making fun of the ladies because they're drinking and then bethany has a real nervous breakdown and lets her have it basically says you are insufferable life is not a cabaret you are banking on your sobriety and just lets out all of these things that none of us none of the audience knew how she got her into rehab for free how she made sure she didn't drive her car because she was going to kill people how she was dancing in a field in a negligee And she told the cameras not to film her. So she didn't look, uh, didn't look like she was drunk. Um, all these things were mind boggling. We were all in shock. All of us, I think the whole world was in shock. Um, it was like I said, Emmy award winning TV, uh, give this cast, I think I heard it on another podcast, but give this cast a SAG award. They are amazing. A plus. And that entire time, Bethany was freaking out at her. You would see all their faces, you know, Ramona was, you know, crying with her single tear. Uh, I think Dorinda was, uh, so quiet and in shock for the first time in the entire five seasons she's been on the show. Uh, this new, this new bitch, Barbara lost the color in her face because she couldn't believe the things that were coming out of her quote unquote flu, uh, sorry, quote unquote friend uh, Lou's mouth. It was insane. It was insane. Uh, if you haven't watched it, everyone not only go watch Below Deck, but go back to your Hulus, your DVRs, your on demands, your whatever the fuck you watch it on and watch this episode. It was amazing. A plus. And on that note, I'm actually going to close up the episode now. My food just got here. I am starving. I need to eat. Uh, I made this one fairly quick, but I wanted to get an episode in since I haven't done one in two weeks, but 
like I said, we have a great summer ahead. Lots of guests lined up. So get fucking excited. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. So you guys can follow me on Instagram. M Freeds, F-R-I-E-D-S 26. Uh, please give me a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, and make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes as well. Thank you for sponsoring the Owner Shabbat. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.